This episode is sponsored by Soap Vault. Managing your practice can be time-consuming. Soap Vault truly helps you complete your soap notes in seconds. Their predictive soap charting learns how you chart and can finish your sentences. Charting has never been easier. Soap Vault also allows your patients to book online, send text reminders, sync with Google Calendar, and much more. Starting at only $19 per month, Soap Vault is excellent quality while still affordable. Get a free trial plus an extra month free by visiting massagebusinessblueprint.com slash soapvault. That's S-O-A-P-V-A-U-L-T. Massagebusinessblueprint.com slash soapvault. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Massage Business Blueprint Podcast, where we discuss the business side of massage therapy. I'm Michael Reynolds. And I'm Alyssa Haynes. We're your host. Glad you joined us today. Alyssa, I am so happy to report that it is going to be almost up to 60 degrees here in Indianapolis. Nice. It's going to be like 40 here tomorrow. So that's That's balmy. Yeah, that's balmy. Yeah, it's better than what it has been. And I don't think we're getting any snow. And I think we're actually going to get like rain to melt the giant piles of snow that we have, which is good because I'm down like four parking spaces in the parking lot right now. I literally had to like shovel into a pile of snow. And I've been watching your office face. shenanigans with, uh, oh my God. <laughs> with you know, on Facebook. <laughs> oh yeah. So, I mean, I, I showed up to work on, um, I guess it was last Friday morning. Yeah. Cause we had the big storm on Thursday. So I showed up to work on Friday morning and there were like four foot drifts up against every door of the office and the plow guy who's supposed to shovel just didn't. And so it was fine because I gave myself plenty of time, but that stunk. And then, and then the plow guy, I, I think he just like phoned it in on this storm because he just did a terrible job. <laughs> like The last week has just been like cleaning up from crappy plow job and like trying to, he covered a wall. It was just ridiculous. But my landlord is on top of looking for a new plow guy and it's fine. And we're getting rain tomorrow. And I, I'm not going to lie, like, this was the the beginning, that Friday morning, walking into work and being like, oh, great, snowdrifts at every door, um, was the beginning of what is a really craptastic business week for me. Like, I'm just, I'm in that, I'm in that pit where, like, everything is aggravating me and everything, I'm not going to say everything is going wrong because that's not, that's not the case, but, like, I am struggling with multiple things in my businesses in the past like six to seven days and I am trying to be a good sport about it, but that's actually what our new, uh, pardon me, our next two podcast topics uh, are kind of all about and like how, I'm, I'm just going to segue right into this. My all right, let's segue, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> so I found that like I do better refiguring what's going on and I do better handling the interpersonal situations around me when I ask myself a variety of questions and with the end goals in mind. So that's actually what uh, the next couple of podcasts are about. So we're going to jump right in. Today's topic is one question to get me back on a work schedule. And this is especially coming off of the holidays can be really tough. You know, we all have the best of intentions once the holidays get through and we're like, I cannot wait to get back to work. Well, I got back to work last week, had 1.2 productive days, and then we had hit with this snowstorm. So I lost a day of work. I lost another half a day trying to recover from that storm. My schedule got all wacky and I, I feel like I lost all of my good zhuzh and all of my momentum. 
and stuff gets a little crazy. On top of that, like last weekend was my weekend off. I have an kind of an on weekend and an off weekend. And I got behind stupidly, even though I'd had more time in front of my computer to get things done. So the moral here is that for many of us, and this is again, not a new topic for us, but for many of us, self-discipline when you are self-employed is really hard. Disciplining yourself to get business stuff done when there are other things that are shiny going on is really hard. And many of us come from an employment setting. So we have worked for other people with bosses and accountability for a long time or at least for some time. And so making that switch to self-employment, and I'm, I'm 13 years into self-employment at this point and I'm still struggling with this. Like, yes, an escape from employment is really, really freeing. Being your own boss is awesome. But being in charge of our own schedules can be a curse as well as a blessing. Combined with that, like rigid structure doesn't work well for everyone. So I know I give a lot of structure advice and a lot of it goes right past people because they, it immediately kicks up that rebellious nature in them. And they're like, well, I don't want to spend Monday mornings working on my email marketing. And I don't have to. And even they rebel against themselves, even when they have the best of intentions and they make some kind of schedule, they don't stick to it because some of us are just rebels. I get that. I think a lot of us do what we do because massage is an art as much as a science. And that breaks us from structure that perhaps was killing our souls in corporate or employment settings. But the opposite, you know, being rebellious, resisting structure so much that you're not getting stuff done will break your business. So we've given lots of advice on what to do if you don't have enough time to work on your business. You know, we've talked about a, a structured work schedule, making work hours. And if you don't have massage clients during those hours, getting your business task done, like making those work hours and making your whatever email marketing, your client follow-ups, your charting, all of these things, treat them as if they are as important as a client on your massage table, which is when we shut our computers off, shut our phones off, go into that room and be completely present with a client thinking about hopefully not, not much other than their care, the, the person who is in front of us. If we can apply that principle to all of our businessy business, we would all be millionaires by this point, but it's a really hard thing to do. So I have developed a question that I ask myself whenever I find that I'm blowing off my business stuff, whenever I'm uh, giving myself too many passes in a week to ignore a particular task. Michael, before I get to this question, I'm changing your notes a little bit. I want to do our halftime sponsor now. Cool. So. We're going to talk about ABMP today. Yes, we are going to talk about ABMP today. Yay! This episode is sponsored by ABMP, and they are the Associated Bodywork and Massage Professionals. They are supporting the largest community in massage and bodywork. ABMP goes above and beyond great liability insurance to make it easier for you to succeed at what you love. And I was actually browsing ABMP's membership benefits page the other day, found a few new resources I was really excited about. So if you're an ABMP member, you should do that. They combine the insurance you need, the 
free CE you want, advocacy and personalized customer service that you deserve. Join the ABMP family and learn why more massage therapists, including me and body workers, choose ABMP membership more than any other association. Expect more at abmp.com. We like the folks at ABMP. They're good people. We do. And I got to say, those resources were really great. Like, I mean, never mind just like all the CE they have online, which is phenomenal. I bookmarked a couple to watch over the weekend. But just tons of resources like um, my, and I get, I think of every day, like I get, I use mind body scheduling software for the yoga studio in my office and I get a 20% discount, which is considerable. Yeah. That's nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. It's great. And there's, I also, there's another discount I get through them currently. I cannot remember what it is off the top of my head, but anywho. Well, if you cancel your Hulu membership, then you've got something to watch. Right. There you go. There you go. (laughs) I have not done it yet. I'm I'm (laughs) waffling. That said, I haven't watched it in a while. So I think I'm almost ready. Um, I have a note in my calendar because my billing period is going to be up on that. Like I have a, a note the day before that happens. Anywho, so let's go back to our topic. So I, when I find that I am putting tasks off or not getting enough done in my business and it's a discipline issue, I ask myself one question to get me back on a regular work schedule. And that question is, would I take a vacation day for this? If I was still employed if I still had a limited number of days off, would I take a vacation day to do this thing that I'm doing that's blowing off my work? Would I trade shifts with a coworker? Would I ask my boss for special treatment to go home early to do this thing that I'm doing instead of my actual work? And 90% of the time, the answer is no, I would absolutely not. So if I had limited time off from work, what would I do with that time? It wouldn't be like, for example, this morning I got up and it was on my schedule to uh, do a little bit of writing and I blew it off. I sat in my bed reading a book and you know, it was great. And I'm glad I had the flexibility to do that, but I should not have. And now I'm going to be up late doing my work. Would I have taken vacation time to sit in my bed and read a book? I would not. I would not have done that. And had I asked myself this question before I blew off my work, my day would be on a much better schedule. So really think about what you're taking time off from your business to do, what you're putting your business off for, and decide the value of that. And this came up because I talk to people all the time, and I hear, I talk to them about their businesses, like, hey, how are you doing with your email marketing? And they say things like, oh, you know what? I've been really busy with the holidays. All right. Holidays are really busy. That's cool. I actually talked to somebody who put off doing some really important stuff on her business website because she was getting the guest room ready for uh, her mom. She had set a schedule. She had set a task list. She had set a day to get some stuff done on her website that was really important. And when I followed up with her and said, did you get that done today? No, I decided I needed to get the guest room ready for my mom. Would you have taken the day off of a real employment job to get the guest room ready? Or would you have just run that laundry and made up that bed before and after your work? I would bet money that you would not have taken paid time off or trade shifts with a coworker or said to your boss, I need the day off so that I can do some laundry and get the guest room ready for my mom. No, 
you would have delegated that out or you would have gotten some help from someone at home or you would have done it before or after your real job. You would not have taken a day off for that. And there are times when the answer is yes, I would request a day off for this. If you needed to go to your kid's baseball game or your kid had a special concert, you would totally like switch shifts with a coworker for that or ask for a little flexibility. But you probably wouldn't, I have, I have actually had a colleague tell me that she didn't do important work on her business because she needed to mow her lawn. Like that's not, that we all have different priorities, but I don't know that regular landscaping is one that should take away from your work schedule if you want a business that sustains you. So I think we need to consider how often we give ourselves a pass. If you are, this, I don't necessarily regret this morning because I really needed to read that book, but I shouldn't be taking time off of my work to go grocery shopping, which was tempting for this afternoon. But when I applied this one question to get me back on a schedule, I realized that going grocery shopping was not a good reason to blow off working on some important stuff. So I will go grocery shopping after I finish my work for the day. So that's what I think. Michael, what do you think? I agree, generally. <laughs> I, I know I, you don't like thinking about like employment stuff because you run a, a different type of business. Sorry, I totally just made a clanging noise during my soup. I but know, I heard that. I was like, what is that? <laughs> I'm stirring my soup because I'm you're snacking during our podcast episode. I am, I'm straight up eating during our podcast episode. <laughs> but I'll be quiet and sip my soup while you say that, what you think. That's pretty normal for us, actually. <laughs> At least one of us is usually eating during this <laughs> session. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I, I'm just like picturing the, I, I love the example of mowing your on instead of working your business. I mean, yeah, we often do things that just feel easier because we want to procrastinate and a lot of it comes down to procrastination. So um, yeah, I, I tend to ask myself, is this a revenue generating activity? And if it's not, um, maybe I should swap it out for something that's actually revenue generating, <laughs> like working on marketing tasks or, you know, working on something operational that will make me more efficient or, or something that relates to the growth of my business. And, actually attaches to revenue or some other worthy goal if it's not revenue. So um, yeah, I think that's, that's, we all are guilty of that. And I mean, the difference is you, I mean, I don't think you set out this morning to say, I'm intending to stay in bed and read my book instead of doing this thing. It just kind of happens. So that happens to all of us. But if you decide to, I'm going to make a decision to mow my lawn instead of doing this thing, that's more intentional and we have to be careful about that. So, and I think that we need to make all of these decisions intentional. Like well, I ideally think, we would. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's it's just it's a thing that aggravates the crap out of me when people want to do things for their business but then sabotage themselves this way so i think sometimes that notion of thinking about what life was like when you were employed one reminds you of why you like to be self-employed now but also gives us a framework you know you said revenue generating activity your boss doesn't want you doing non-revenue generating activity in your work time <laughs> like and so that means you need to be your own best boss and sometimes you need to be your own worst boss if that means motivating you and bullying yourself a little bit to get the work done when you're supposed to get the work done as opposed to procrastinating with other things right on and i know that's a thing most of us struggle with we do. And that's what I think. <laughs> we'll keep working on it. So uh, thanks for that. Um, anything else you would add? Or are we good to wrap? I'm good. I think I've lectured everybody enough today. All right. After all that finger wagging, we'll wrap it up there then. 
<laughs> so thanks for joining us for this episode and listening to us snack a bit as well. Uh, reminder, you can visit us online at massagebusinessblueprint.com. That's our website. We have a lot of great resources there, articles, podcast episodes, and stuff like that, as well as our growing premium member community. We actually just passed uh, 200 premium members recently, so I think we have some... Uh, other things planned for future milestones, but that's kind of a nice milestone for us, and we appreciate everyone who has joined. Uh, a lot of that, I think, is due to the awesome uh, free content in the future is now under a premium uh, benefit, so a lot of people are taking advantage of that. So thank you. Uh, we also welcome questions and feedback. Send that to us at podcast at massagebusinessblueprint.com via email, and uh, we would love your questions and comments and topic ideas. Until then, uh, visit us online for more stuff. Uh, don't forget to give us iTunes reviews if you enjoy this, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone. Bye.